This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 222, all the twos today here at Youpner FM. Thanks very much for being with me. I very much appreciate it. I've got a treat in store for you, a little bit of an inside scoop. But before I deliver that inside scoop, just a quick reminder that at this current moment in time, every single episode of Youpner FM is brought to you by the Youpner Summit, which is our live community event, which is going to be taking place on November 11 and 12 in my hometown of London, England. We're holding it at the gorgeous Queen Elizabeth II Convention Center right around the corner from Big Ben and all the other sights and sounds and smells that London has on offer. Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Matthew Kimberley, and John Janst are our keynote speakers, and we have another eight Speakers lined up over the two days, dropping knowledge nuggets and value bombs from great, great heights all over the city of London. I want you there. So to grab a hold of your ticket, and they are going quickly, to grab a hold of your ticket, head over to youpreneursummit.com and make sure that you are there on November 11 and 12. We've got tons of surprises up our sleeves as well. It's going to be a great event. So once again, Please try and make it. It's going to be an incredible weekend. We're going to have a lot of fun with each other. We're going to learn a lot, and we're going to make sure that everybody walks away with some actionable takeaways to be able to grow their business in a smart, savvy manner. Youpreneursummit.com. I'll see you there. Now on to our little scoop today. So for many of you, you will probably know already that um, I've been podcasting since, what, April 2010 was the first time I hit record on a podcast. And uh, I enjoy podcasting a lot. It's one of the mediums that I feel that uh, not only am I quite strong in, in regards to the way that I deliver my content in an audio fashion, but also it enables me to connect with some incredible people and bring their expertise, their stories, and their help and support to you as my listeners as well. And uh, one of the podcasts that um, I've really enjoyed doing above and beyond everything else was the One Day Business Breakthrough podcast with my best buddy, Pat Flynn, from over at smartpassiveincome.com. Now, we've been away for a couple of years with that particular show. However, we are back. As of around about a week or so ago, the first episode of season two went live up on iTunes. You can get it at onedaybb.com. But I'm going to give you the entire first episode of that season two in this episode of Youpreneur FM. So here's myself and Pat, including probably one of the longest intros ever, to a podcast episode in the history of the medium, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. I'll swing back around at the end of the episode for some takeaways. Are you recording? I'm recording, and we're back. Okay. We're back after how long has it been? Two years almost? That was one long vacation. Woo! But we're back because a lot of you have been asking for more of these, and we trust us. We've been wanting to do this so Chris, why are we back finally? We're back finally. I think I think peer pressure 
right? I mean, number one, our communities have been asking for us to do this. They've asked over and over and over again, when season two, when season two, because we, at the end of season one, we did say we'll be back with season two soon. <laughs> and then we disappeared for two years. Well, and, and <laughs> if you look at the whole spectrum of like the human exist, existence of humans, then yeah, it's like a very short Whoa, time period. We're going deep now, right out of the gate. But honestly, Love it's, it, it's we've, really the big reason why we've waited so long is we've just had so much going on, right? And yes. when you have a lot of things going on and a lot of big, important things going on, you have to set certain things aside and it just it made me sad that this was one of the things that was set aside but you know that's what you got to do right you got to prioritize but now this is another priority that we have because not only are we able to then provide even more value to you but we have a lot of fun things to talk about and, and a lot of uh, cool events happening and launches and stuff that we're doing that we know that are going to help you when we just share our experience about this together plus i just missed talking to you chris so i need another excuse to just find ways yeah. to make fun of you and stuff like well we said we said uh oh dear right out of the gate he's gonna kick it off straight away i i mean we we said before we kicked off the recording we said like it's nice to actually sit down and talk business because you know a lot of people i don't know whether you get this but i get this a lot you know people are quite interested in our little bromance right I get a lot of people say oh you and pat good friends you hang out a lot you know blah 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 but the fact is actually for all you guys tuning in we don't talk business that much at all. No, no. It's more, yeah, it's more focused on, you know, our, our, our genuine friendship and our families. And, you know, we call each other's families, our second families and the kids and our wives and all that kind of stuff. That's what we talk about. It's all quite boring, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fun for us. I mean, you were in San Diego recently for Social Media Marketing World and, and, and a few yeah. other things. And you were at the house and we were like, all right, we're going to spend some time in mastermind together. We have these big plans. And I don't even think we did that. We didn't. I think, I mean, I think the, the most we got was like a coffee an or hour. Yeah, an hour with a coffee. And that was that. Hey, but that's okay. But we, here we are talking about it. I think we forgot to play the intro music. Oh, we better do that. This has already been sort of a different episode. We're taking a different approach to One Day BB yes. than it was before because the way that it was done before was, even though it was very fun, and actually one of my favorite things in the past couple of years was with you in town listening to the old episodes. We just crack up, especially from the intros. <laughs> but just behind the scenes, those intros took forever to figure out. And yes, they were kind of funny, but they weren't all always off the cuff. I mean, we had to plan those and that took up a lot of time. Plus reading the reviews, that's just another thing that takes up time. And the thing that we want to do is make this a little bit more consistent. Now, the way it's going to work is we're going to create seasons. We're going to put all the episodes out for each season all at once, Netflix style. So you can kind of binge, binge yes. listen to Chris and Pat all at once. And then you're going to get another season later on. So we've already planned our next recording sessions. There's going to be a lot more content coming out. And I hope some of you are just going to listen to all of these at once and then just you know, send us messages at Pat Flanner, at Chris Ducker, and just let us know what you think because that's what we want to hear. We want to hear from the community and the One Day Business Breakthrough community uh, who we miss. And so just thank you guys for listening in, and uh, I hope you're excited as I am. Chris, how about you? Are you stoked about this? Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm really looking forward to doing it. Like I said, it's been a while. We've been talking about it. We're back. We're doing it right. Like Pat says, reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all all the deal, at Pat Flynn, at Chris Duck. And don't forget, Pat, we actually have 
quite a few One Day BB t-shirts that we need to give out. We do, we well. do. So every time we launch a new season, there's going to be six episodes. And during the, I guess, the the week, I guess, that yeah, it's the launch, launch week. Yeah. The launch week. Yeah, we're, we're going to give away a T-shirt every day to somebody who leaves us a review. And if you've already left a, a review, that's fine too. Just take a screenshot of your review. And if you're about to submit it, take the screenshot before you submit, so that you can actually uh, prove that you know. Because sometimes you don't get to see it right away after you submit. Yeah. Anyway, take a screenshot of your review and use the hashtag One Day BB. We're going to be following that. And during launch week, we're going to give away a One Day BB T-shirt every single day to a lucky random person who uh, leaves that hashtag. And you only have to do it once to be qualified for the whole week. So don't don't worry yeah. about doing it every single day. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so Mr. Flynn. Let's get right to it. What? Yeah, what are we talking about on episode one of season two? We're going to talk about live events, something that yes. um, I've been att attending a lot of. Uh, I've also put on my own live events, not quite like the ones that you have experienced putting on. Yours, yours are mm -hmm. legit live events. I've been to them. They're amazing. You have another one coming up, which I'll let you talk about in a sec. But mm -hmm. I'm putting on more meetups, but that's still a live thing. Uh, and the last time we, you and I, put a live event together was in April of 2015, <laughs> which was the one-day business breakthrough live event that was streamed live online. That was 50 people in a place in San Diego. And it was it was just it was baller, and I miss doing those things. But uh, we haven't done one of those because we're on we're in separate parts of the world. So when we get together, yeah. we might consider doing another one day BB uh, live together. But I want you to talk about live events. Why are they important? Both from an attendee point of view, but also as a as a as an expert. I think a lot has changed mm -hmm. for you since you've gotten really big with putting on your own live events. Well, let me let me handle then the expert angle and you can talk about it from the attendee perspective. Sounds I think good. that would be a Sounds good angle good. to go with. I mean, for me personally, it's it's part of what I call, you know, the or what is very quickly being built out in my mind and in in my community as uh, what we're calling it the Upreneur ecosystem. So for those of you who don't know what Upreneur is, that's my online business community that is focused on helping personal brand entrepreneurs. This is so, what you've been up to the last two years, basically. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last two years of my life. <laughs> Little previously on One Day BB, um, <laughs> this is what we've been up to, um, and and so yeah, it focuses on helping people like authors, speakers, bloggers, podcasters, experts, coaches, consultants, that sort of type of thing, build very successful, profitable businesses around their brands and the people that they want to team up with, right? So one of the things that we've talked about a lot inside of the community is putting on your own live events as part of that youpreneur ecosystem. So you might have a great opt-in. You might have a great initial kind of low-cost qualification type product or service. You might have additional, more expensive services. Maybe you've got a course that you're selling. All these things, these are all parts of the Youpreneur ecosystem. But the live event element is in there as well. And a lot of people stay away from holding their own live events because they're scared of the amount of work involved in I putting am. them on. Yeah. And I know and you and I have had these discussions over coffee and, and things like that. And I believe that you would put on an incredible event uh, as and when you get around to doing it in a bigger, more event style fashion, because you're very detail orientated and you really focus on helping out, uh, you know, your community and your fans and things like that as well. And that has to be at the very core of everything that you do from an event organizer's perspective. Obviously, it ain't about the bloody swag bag. 
It's not. It's about the takeaways other than the swag bag that people take with them when the event is over and done with. And so it's everything from the onboarding process. It's it's the you know, the smiles and the registration and the badge design and how their names look on lists. And, you know, obviously speakers, if you're having speakers, you know, the importance of not just slamming a load of people up on, you know, a speaker lineup. It, it comes down to also figuring out, making sure that you've got the right type of people there on the right type of uh you know topics and con- content and, and all that sort of type of thing but ultimately it's the genuine love of wanting to put on an event which for me you know began what back in 2011 now with my first roundtable mastermind mm-hmm. um and it kind of it, it went from there to doing you know bigger workshops 30 40 people to you know larger style roundtable masterminds where i'd have 60 70 people and then obviously we put together Tropical Think Tank uh, back in 2000 and what are we now? 17, 16, 15, 2014, which you came to. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Here in the Philippines. And, you know, that was more of an intimate, high ticket item type of event. Um, and, you know, we've run it four years in a row. We've just recently wrapped it up and we can go into the reason why we've stopped it. And, and you know, it had nothing to do with the fact that it was hard to run or that it was failing in any way. We definitely went out on a very high note. There's another specific reason behind that, we can, which we can go into in a second. But I think ultimately it's a great way to expand that ecosystem. It's a great way to monetize your community, mem- you know, the, the members within your community. But more importantly, above and beyond everything else, the main reason why I love putting on events for my community is to bring them together in person because something magical happens when you get people together in person. It's about those handshakes. It's about those hugs. Mm-hmm. It's about breaking a little bread with each other, maybe having a few cocktails, but ultimately getting people together. And that's what inspires me to continue to want to build that side of my business and my brand and putting on more live events. So I think the big thing that I took away from that was that live events doesn't necessarily have to be that 500 to 1,000 person event. No. That's not what we're talking about here specifically. I mean, it can be, and, and you've, you've put on things like that. Um, but you had mentioned that you were doing these roundtable workshops like that. Describe what that is. What, what was that like? Yeah, so I mean, so imagine this. You're, you're a speaker, and you're traveling around the world speaking at events, it's expensive, particularly if you're just starting out because nine times out of 10, when you just start out speaking, you're not getting paid to speak. You're doing it for the exposure. You're doing it for the experience. And that was very much my case in 2010 and 2011 when I really hit the speaker circuit properly for the first time. And so what I would do to offset the costs of those event, of those trips, rather, I would hold a one-day mastermind roundtable discussion the day after that I spoke. So if the you know if the event was a two or three-day event on on the day directly after the event finished, I would hold these events. And let me tell you something: I was utterly astounded the first time I did it. I did it actually. I was speaking at an event in London, back in my hometown, and I I emailed my my subscriber list, which at the time was not that big at all, maybe, I don't know, 3,000 people or something on the list Mm -hmm. at the time. And I emailed them and I said, I'm putting this together. There's eight seats at the table. It's $300. If you want in, go ahead and click the buy now button. Once they're gone, they're gone. I went out and had dinner, came back, and all all seats are sold out. Boom, 2,400 bucks. Yeah, there you go. So Urs, my wife, she turns around and she says, you know what? 
don't take the page down. Keep the buy now button up there. Maybe you can do two days back to back. And then, then you're actually making money on the trip. You're not just mm. covering costs. So I went to sleep. And because of the time difference between the UK and the Philippines, obviously, we're, what, seven hours ahead or whatever, um, I wake up the next morning and I've sold out the, the second day. And I was utterly astounded. So I did two days back to back. It's the first and only time I've ever done two days back to back because mm-hmm. it was extremely draining from, from an energy perspective. But it really was the beginning of my live event kind of journey. Um, and, you know, I, I still do those roundtable discussions now. But they're not open to, quote unquote, the public. I focus on uh, spending more time with my Youpreneur community members. So they kind of, you know, they upgrade themselves by coming to one of those events. So, I mean, you know, the fact is that they're a lot of fun. They're very, very intimate. They're great for relationship building. Um, and uh, they're very, very easy to put on because you can do it at a hotel conference room. You can do it in a suite. Um, you can do it in Airbnb, you know, uh, yeah, kind of you, type of I setup, which you've, is. You've done one of those. Yeah, dude. And they're so good because you get people in a homey environment. Obviously, you rent a bigger place. You stay there uh, for a couple of nights. And then one of the days you hold this event. And we, we the last time I did it, an Airbnb place was last year, late last year in San Diego. We rented a place right up in the in the hills. I can't remember the, the you know, the, the location now, but it was a gorgeous home, a gorgeous home. And it had the most incredible fire pit and the view of the entire city of San Diego right the way out towards the water. And it was just a great way to be able to unwind at the end of the day. We popped open a couple of bottles of wine and just sat by the fire pit for an hour or so afterwards. Let me ask you, what was the price of that Airbnb like for that night? So the Airbnb, we, we were there for two nights okay so we checked in one day because obviously you know because of the check-in check-out time you can't get there first thing and then do the event it doesn't right, work right, that right. way so we checked in one night me and us it was just the two of us and we hung out i think you came by that night yeah didn't i did you? it's a, it was yeah. a sweet view it's in it was on the top of the hills in pacific beach or overlooking pacific beach there you go yeah so you came up we hung out we did dinner uh and then the next morning um we uh we went ahead and did the event and I think we paid, I think it was like, I'm going to say it was $400 a night, I think. Um, so 800 bucks. Dude. And then I had eight people turn up at exactly $1,000 each. So that's 8,000 revenue. Uh, you throw in lunch, you throw in a couple of bottles of wine and through this, that and the other. I think, you know, I ended up with, with a margin of about $6,000, maybe just under six grand a day's work. Yeah. Dude. That's sweet. So, okay, it could be very, it could be very profitable. I, I, that's awesome. Um, and and, and if, very if, easy to put together. Right. Very I, easy at that to, scale. I mean, when you get yes. to the level of you know booking ballrooms and things like that, and coordinating, you know, band badges with lanyards and getting advertisers and sponsors and that, like, I know it can become a little bit more of a headache from there, and you can kind of just you know gauge how much more work that can be. Um, but the question I have for you is, okay. You, you served eight people that evening. I mean, you could make yes. that kind of money putting a course together. Like, why yes. do the live event when you could still make the same kind of money in a more passive way with other yeah. things? Yeah. 
it, again, it goes back to me wanting to be around my community. It goes back to me wanting to get to know them more. Um, you know, the more that you get to know the people that, that know, like, and trust you, or as I always say, know, love and trust you, mm. the more you get to know those people, the better you can serve them. Uh, and I know you're a big fan of your, you know, serve first, uh, you know, mantra. And, you know, for me, it's not actually about, I mean, yes, Everything I do, I, I go into it with a primary profit mentality. I want to make money with everything that I do. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, the bigger picture here is it's not about making that, you know, five, six grand on a day's work. It's about deepening those relationships with my key community members, people that are, you know, a liquid enough to come to an event like that. So I know the lifetime value of that customer yep. is strong. Um, and, and, and also, you know, the fact that I know that they are going to create relationships with each other, which are way deeper than they would have if they were just chatting away in our private forum mm -hmm. or if they were, you know, meeting up on, on, you know, Twitter or, or Facebook live or something like that. So I think that, um, you know, there's a few main reasons why I prefer to do it like this. But again, at the very core, man, I just love getting people together. I love putting on live events. It's in my blood. I've been doing it for a long, long time. Even back in, in, in my publishing career when I was in the UK, you know, we used to put on very, very large events in the UK. That's cool, man. I love that. I also think it serves the purpose of actually establishing your expertise even more. Even to people who yes. aren't going to that event or who couldn't afford to go to it, you know, it first of all sets that anchor for how much your time is worth which then mm -hmm. yep. affects how people transact with you with the other things that you have to offer, right? So that's important. But also, it's like if two people are exactly the same, but one puts on a live event and the other one doesn't, who would you be likely to trust who more? Exactly. Probably yeah. the person who has live events, similar to why it's important to you know potentially have a book these days because it's gonna help you stand out amongst everybody else who's offering things. And you know, I feel like it takes a special kind of person to put on a live event, somebody who is open and like you said, most importantly, is there to help the community and serve them and bring the community together. I mean, that's, that's you wanna follow that kind of person. Even if you can't attend those events, you wanna follow that person because they're a leader. And not only that, but you know, from an attendee perspective, or in this case, a non-attendee perspective, you know that event is going on. You've got a rough idea what's going on in those four walls. Um, I always make sure that I you know, uh, uh, you know, capture video and photos of the day and I share them. Um, FOMO kicks Dude, in, yeah. you know, that fear of missing out kicks in big time and, uh, they way more likely to make sure they jump on board quickly the next time round. Yeah, for sure. From an attendee perspective, um, passing the mic over to you a bit here. Where, where do you sort of see things being from an attendee perspective? I mean, there are, there, there seems to me like there's a lot of live events now. Um, I think ultimately you're going to end up spending the money at the events where you are kind of more aligned in regards to the people holding them, the speakers that will be there, yep. maybe the other people that are going to be there yep. uh, as attendees. What have you, what have your sort of top three tips to getting the best ROI on the live events that you attend? Well, you definitely want to make sure that you are attending an event that you feel like you can, you know, that's useful for you. And like you said, it has speakers that you would want to hear from and learn from. I think it's really important to go in 
uh, wanting to get something out of it, right? But also the other people that are there. I know a lot of people who attend events specifically because they know that their friends and colleagues who they know online, they're going to be there as yep. well. And that yep. is always a great opportunity to, you know, break bread or share drinks or, or have coffee or just be in the same room as somebody because you can then grow together at the same time and, f- and foster that relationship. Um, going to events for specifically the same reason that you create events to bring your community together. If you have any sort of following, Having an event that not just you but your community can come to is a great place for you to kind of hold your mini event at. I mean, I do that all the time. Every time I speak, I look for opportunities in those locations to set up little little meetups, whether it's just getting into a coffee shop early in the morning and just letting people come in and, and we can all hang out together to something a little bit more formal, like which I did at uh, at Social Media Marketing World the day before. And you do that. You do that so well as well. I mean, like I've seen you in that element of of being the host, doing your thing. Like you do it very, very, very well. You make somehow you work the entire room. I don't know how you do it because some of these meetups, you've got a hundred plus people. Like you work the room. I honestly don't know how you do it. I I would struggle with that myself. Yeah, we did the bit. We we did my biggest sort of meetup uh, before Social Media Marketing World the day before this past year. And we had about 400 people come in and, you know, we had tacos and stuff. And, and it, it was at the WeWork in San Diego in downtown, which is really yeah. cool. They, they did it. They made it really easy for me to put that on. But anyway, I attend events so that I could also be a leader at those events in those ways. I don't I don't go into an event and try to, you know, be the man at that event. You know, I just I'm there for my community and, and I, I create little mini events within that big event if my community happens to show up. But you know, sure. if, if for everybody else out there listening, um, even if you don't have a following, it's great to go to these events, not just to learn, but but to, to network. And I think it's really important to take the approach of, OK, I'm going to go here and I'm going to strengthen the relationships I have with people who I want to meet or who have met before. Um, and, and, and also, I think it's great practice for I think a lot of the listeners out there, you know, you might be a little bit more on the introverted side. Um, it's an amazing place for you to practice very fundamental business techniques, which is, hey, you need to go out there and start talking to people, right? And there's no better place to do that than with people who are kind of in your same realm, right? Like it's not going to be as scary as you just going to a place and not knowing anything about that topic. Right. Yes, you might know less than some others, but you at least speak the same language. And I think that's why these things are really important. You can be with other people who get you, right? And you can't get this typically in the communities that you live in or in your house, you know, that's very unlikely a a lot of times. Um, But when you go to these places, I mean, it's like, hey, you're with your people. So they're great opportunities to potentially find partners or just friends in the space. It's also a great place to, if your target audience is there, uh, to to do some research. I think it's really important to go in there with the mindset of also, you know, going into it for research purposes, just to chat because people go there to chat, right? And network, but Part of that is asking questions about their struggles and their pains like you would on emails and email sequences, but there's nothing like doing that in person or over no. a drink. And, um, you know, l- amazing things c- can come out of that that you can take back home with you. I think it's really important, finally, um, as an attendee to realize that you're going to be completely overwhelmed from all the interactions that you have, from all the information right. that you're learning, from all the notes that you're taking, from all the noises and the sounds and the sponsors and the speakers and everything right and then you travel back home and you got this list of things in your head to potentially do um that's just confusing and and for me what has helped me the most because i go to i go to these events yes to speak a lot now 
but I also go to learn. And for me, I still get overwhelmed from all the things that I learned. Uh, and the number one thing that I do is I figure out what my next thing is gonna be, right? Based on everything I learned, what's the next action item? I have everything yes. else written down, and that's fine. I'll go to those later. But for now, I just wanna know what's my next one thing? My, what's, what's the big takeaway, and how am I gonna execute that? Not just, okay, what it is, but what are the next exact steps? If that's having a team meeting so we can discuss this, then that's it. If it's buying a particular product that I know is gonna help me, I buy that thing. Or if it's you know doing more research or talking to a specific person, or maybe it's just a single person who I wanna make sure I follow up with, then that's my next task. So yeah, yeah. So so that's it, man. And like uh, th that's really what it's all about. I mean, I remember when I attended Tropical Think Tank, like as a speaker, it was it was great. But I also took away a lot from the other speakers there, as well. And which is like it's crazy that you know I was there at the first uh, first event in 2014, and you know I've had that FOMO through the years as you've. Continued. Oh yeah, and, and and we do. I mean, and you you text me, you know, before the event, came, hey dude, you know, good luck with the event. And then you see people and you're like, ah, oh, I want to be on the event. You know, the FOMO is yeah. real. I'm it's like, I'm going to really stay off of Instagram for now because I'm just, <laughs> yeah. but t t tell me about, actually, I want to go back to you really quick. Like, what was it like? I mean, why did you, why did you close it up? And, and what was that like for you? I mean, I'm, this was the last year that at least you say yeah. that this is the last year that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it will, it will certainly be, I mean, I'm, we're done. We did it in March. Uh, it'll, it'll certainly be the last year that we ever do it in the format that we've done tropical think tank in every year where we have a full you know 10 speaker lineup it's a one week long event uh five star beach resort here in the philippines etc cetera, etc cetera. i never say never and it's a very well-known brand and a lot of people you know uh are asking if i'm ever going to do another one again as of now the answer is a big huge no because um, because i'm focusing on a bigger event an event that I feel can bring and affect more change to a larger amount of people. Um, it's an event that I have personally been dreaming about putting on for probably close to a decade. Uh, and um, that is the Upener Summit, which is going to be taking place in um, November, later on this year, in my hometown of London, England. What? London, England? <laughs> Wait, so it's okay, gonna be you're, just, you're just setting up an event in London and then you're going to come back to the Philippines? Um, well, no, I'm actually moving to England. <gasps> I knew this, obviously. Uh, I'm just don't act that. so surprised. <laughs> We've talked about this for a year. I know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm setting this up for everybody else. I know. Good boy. Um, but, dude, that's, 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 uh, I'm yeah. super stoked for you because I, I know that that's where your heart is right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've loved I love the Philippines. The Philippines has given me pretty much everything. It's given me my wife, my children, my business, you know, and and all the rest of it. But um, I've got to the point in my life now where I need a little bit more than just beach escapes. Um, and uh, you know, our youngest um, Charlie, who who turns nine in November, um, needs something more than just you know hanging out with his uh, schoolmates and and you know his 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 basketball team buddies and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's the cult. I, I'll be honest, I miss the culture of England. I miss the mm. museums. I miss the live music scene big time. Big, as big, a big music uh, guy, big Benjamin. I. I <laughs> I do miss Is that uh, Big Benjamin. Ben. No, well, you know, it's formerly known as Elizabeth Tower, um, but uh, the the clock itself is known as as Ben. But I everybody just calls it. I'm just ben. I'm just messing yeah. with you. I know, I know. But um, yeah, it's you know, I I believe that you know this is the right time for me to do this. Um, we are already fifty percent sold out 
on tickets. All right. So where do, uh, where do people go to get a ticket now so that, you know, it's going to sell out soon. So, um, so they can go to youpreneursummit.com. Simple as that. And when they visit. Summit.com. Correct. Youpreneursummit.com. And when they visit that page, they're going to see a very, very friendly face because here's the drum roll, everybody. Mr. Pat Flynn is going to be there doing the closing oh keynote. Gosh, I had no idea. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> no, dude. I'm so like I'm really. Uh, it's just going to be an awesome event, man. I'm happy to do it for you. It, I, it was it was an easy yes. Is, yeah, and this is your even though you've been asked countless times to go and speak in the UK. This is not only the first time you'll ever speak in the UK, but also the first time you've ever visited the UK. Am I right? That's true. That's true. I'm really excited. I know there's been a lot of requests for me to come out there. And so, um, you know, jump there, on there, it. There's no bigger one than one from my best friend here. So, uh, youpreneurssummit.com. That's where you go, guys. And I look forward to seeing you there if you're going to, if you're going to be there. Um, it's, it's not just for UK people too, right? It's for everybody in the world. Oh, dude, no, I'm, I'm astounded. So far, like I said, we're 50% sold out. Um, and we, I'm really surprised. Like I'm, I always say I'm blessed to have a worldwide audience and community and I truly am. And I do. Um, but I'm, I've been knocked sideways because we haven't even really promoted this at all yet. This is mostly social media stuff that we've done. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the tickets coming, you know, the ticket sales coming through and I'm looking at where these people are based. Yes. There's a strong contingency of UK people there. Of course there is, but it's actually not the majority. I would say right now we're split right down the middle between UK people and rest of world people. Stronghold for the rest of the world being from the United States and Canada. I'm utterly, utterly astounded that we've got so many people without really marketing the event coming in from the United States. So it's a short hop, man. It's, you know, it's six, seven hours, eight hours, you know, whatever it is from either LA or New York into, into London. Um, and you know, London itself is a venue. We've got a beautiful venue. We're holding it at the Queen Elizabeth Convention Center, right around the corner from Pat's new best friend, Big Ben. And, uh, you know, it, it the venue is incredible. We're going to put on a great event. But if you've never been to London before, this is the perfect opportunity to come in and enjoy my home city, get a proper bag of fish and chips, not the stuff that you get in so-called pubs in America, like a proper bag of fish and chips served in newspaper with lashings of malt vinegar and salt. It's not the healthiest thing in the world, but it tastes so good. And genuinely come in and enjoy the sights and visit the queen and have your cup of tea and scones at 3 p.m. and all that kind of stuff as well. So it's it's, it's, it's cool, a vacation. Man. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be cool. I'm super stoked for it. Well, let's finish, let's finish off with that. Guys, youpreneursummit.com. Uh, go there. I'll see you there. And guys, we got, uh, what, five more episodes to go this season. So if you are enjoying this, first of all, pause really quick and then go to iTunes, look up One Day BB, and then leave a review for us. Take a screenshot of that. Use the hashtag One Day BB and uh, show us your screenshot and, and you'll be entered to win a t-shirt. And we're going to be giving away a t-shirt every single day this week for, uh, for any lucky reviewers out there. So thanks, thanks for that. And uh, also we have OneDayBB.com, which will hook you up with just more stuff. Uh, and last year's stuff. episode, or not last year's, last season's episodes. <laughs> last season's. It was two years ago, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Yeah. Flynn. Two years. Uh, <laughs> and guys, just keep listening because we got more stuff. So Chris, any final words? 
No, I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a great season. Coming up next, guys, we're talking all about live video. And remember, you can binge listen. So don't go away. Just go straight on to episode number two here in season two. Yeah. All right, so let's talk some takeaways here. Number one, obviously, I hope you enjoyed that uninterrupted kind of sneak preview of the latest uh, addition to the One Day BB podcast archive. Again, we're now going ahead and batching our recording and obviously batching the release of all of those episodes for each season as well. So there are six episodes right now, including the one that you've just listened to, available for download on iTunes and all of your other podcasting apps and websites that are out there. But obviously iTunes is really where it's all about. Um, so if you want to actually just download or listen to the show directly on the website as well, you can head over to onedaybb.com and we'll put uh, you know links and everything in the show notes below. By the way, the show notes for this episode will be at uh, chrisducker.com forward slash episode 222. All right, so... Key takeaways here, a few things. Number one, live events are really the way that a lot of people are going in regards to the continued growth of their community. So not only should you obviously be there to network and and meet the people that are in your community, but you should actually consider putting on a live event yourself to be able to kind of rebuild that ecosystem a little bit, including live events into it. And understand it doesn't need to be a huge live event like what we're putting on with the Upreneur Summit. It can be a small workshop, a small mastermind or a seminar, or even just a simple meetup. Pat does a lot of those meetups um, in the United States. And so there's no reason why you can't do like as well. So that's the first thing. Bring the community together. Secondly, make sure that you get yourself to live events to learn on a regular basis as well. I make sure that I do this. When I, you know, nine times out of ten when I'm in an event, I am speaking at an event nowadays. But that doesn't mean that I'm not attending the other speaker sessions with my own notebook to make sure that I can go away from the event with some takeaways as well. So understand that. You don't just go there to network and have fun at the bar and all that kind of stuff. But obviously, you're there to learn like everyone else as well. Remember, guys, a leader, a good leader, needs to continue to learn in order to continue to leave. So I will leave you with those takeaways. Um, again, I hope you enjoyed the you know the look into the other podcast and uh, make sure you go check it out onedaybb.com and I'll be back at you again next week right here on Upener FM where we have an incredible Upener community success story with the beautiful Anissa Holmes. You wait until you find out what this dentist has done to build her business using the power of her personal brand and her experience. It's just an incredible, incredible story. I'll be back at you then. Until then, take good care. It's the idea of an entrepreneurial community where you get to learn from the best in the business, as well as rub shoulders, gain support, have access to immediate feedback, as well as nonstop accountability from your peers is something that excites you. Then visit youpreneur.com for more information and to get started on building a business you can truly be proud of today. That's youpreneur.com. We'll see you on the inside.